Despite all the uncertainty around the Auburn football program, the Auburn Tigers bring in another talented offensive lineman. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken farm, and I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Quick abbreviated emergency pod as Auburn lands offensive lineman Clay Wedden. And joining me to talk about that, of course, John Garcia, Locked On Recruiting Insider and the man over college football recruiting at Sports Illustrated. Thank you to LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Lockdown College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Check it out. LinkedIn.com slash College. John, always a good news when you get a commit, but when it's an offensive lineman coming out of high school that you're actually getting, Auburn fans perk up even a little bit more. It seems like most places are projecting Clay Wedden to be an interior offensive lineman. But still, you take what you can get, your initial reaction when you saw Clay Wedden decommit from uh, from, uh, Michigan State and then a few days later pop up that beautiful graphic saying he has been committed (laughs) to the Auburn Tigers. Well, look, back back in the spring and early summer months, we were talking about Wedden as a guy that, man, he fits Auburn. We knew he loved Auburn. We knew the family really liked Auburn. So we were viewing that recruitment as a really big miss, not only because – He's an important player at a position of need in your region, right? Alabama, Georgia, Florida. This is a Tampa kid. So he checks all those boxes. But again, it just feel, it felt like a layup. It felt like this was going to be Auburn's race to lose. So when he committed to MSU, that was the surprise. It was like, oh, well, he obviously went up there, loved the visit. So we'll see. But due diligence here, uh, very much modern recruiting being shown by this Auburn staff to stay with it, uh, to get him back on campus at the beginning of this month, spurring that Michigan State decommitment. And basically, like you said, at that point, it really felt like it was just a matter of when he would commit to Auburn and and not if. And and I think what's important here beyond the physical, which I know we'll get to, is that, again, the fit here. This is an Auburn-type kid, country kid in Tampa, which is not very common, very much to himself about his business type of guy um everyone we know around him uh you know raves about the work ethic about how mature and business-like of an approach he takes to just about everything so with this verbal commitment at this time i think it speaks volumes to the type of kid clay is and how he views auburn not necessarily brian harson will friend and that crew but auburn by itself i think this is one of those type of recruits that even if there's a change, you have a legitimate chance to hold on to him. And and from now on, that needs to be, you know, valued higher from the Auburn perspective. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about this last time you were on, John. These kids are savvy. Uh, a lot of these kids know the game. They know the landscape. And they've heard the pitch from people that were trying to get them to not pick Auburn, right? Like, you don't know who's going to be there next year. And I think at this point of the season, that's even clearer now than ever. So, you got to think, I mean, I assume Will Friend was his main recruiter. Like, Will Friend's probably not going to be on campus at Auburn next year. But you feel good about the fact of, okay, Clay is committing to Auburn. He's not committing to a specific staff. 100%. Because this is a kid who, look, 6'6", 280, 
options a, a, a crowd across the country um, still had official visits in his back pocket that he could have taken yeah. before making this decision. So to me, with him being plenty aware of, of all of those likelihoods and having all those options, picking Auburn now to me says that, yes, he is the type of prospect that has a chance to stick it out with the next coaching staff if and when all of that goes down. And again, that that's what you want. And I think there's a lot of advantages uh, towards recruiting players like this, obviously, right? Uh, a kid who's flexible, open-minded, that yeah. will translate to his game as well, right? Like you said, most people view him as an interior guy, but he's played left tackle and right tackle over the last two years at, at Carrollwood Day School, which has a, a boatload of talent in the Tampa area. So he's got this, this versatile on-field ability as well and clearly open-minded off the field on top of that so i would say of the 11 verbal commitments right now auburn has on board excluding the in-state guys because you know there's a little bit more pull there sure i would say clay is probably the most likely to stick with au should uh, a coaching change go down here in, in short order yeah and i think the timing for that makes sense <clears throat> and i think you can make the argument for all of the offensive line i mean Braden Joyner, that dude loves Auburn. Like, I don't think he loves, I mean, he may love Brian Harson, but he loves Auburn and he's an Auburn kid. And then Janoris Wilson, another Florida guy, he committed later in the process too. Like he had, he had to somewhat see the writing on the walls that a potential change could be coming as the head man at Auburn. So this is a class that needed to have a bunch of offensive linemen in it. And I think the three offensive linemen they have so far are solid to the Tigers. Would you agree with that? I would, and, and they're all different, right? Joiner's obviously sure. a center, no doubt interior guy. Uh, Janoris is, is a swing tackle who has a, a an interior floor, uh, but he's a bit raw. And then Clay's kind of the opposite. He's a swing interior guy with a right tackle floor who is a little bit more advanced and polished, very efficient in how he moves, great punch, and, and he's got that classic nasty O-line mentality uh, when, when he has an opportunity to get some hands on you. So, they're very different, um, and they're all very big uh, as well, which is always important. Uh, so, yeah, I think this is you know easily the best O-line haul Auburn's put together in, in, in quite a few cycles. So 11 hard commitments for Auburn so far. They are now back in the top 50 when you look at the, just the, the composite rankings and, and things like that. How, um, how much does that matter? when a new coach comes in, you got to think maybe a new coach and and it feels weird having this discussion, right, John, because Brian Harson is still the head coach. So I guess assuming change happens, how much should Auburn fans expect guys to follow the new coach? And obviously it depends on who it would be. And also how much turnover may you see in this class? Right. I think two things immediately pop into my mind, Zach. One, are you bringing in a coach who's already in the college ranks with a recruiting class dedicated to him, right? So this is the Lincoln Riley going from Oklahoma to USC, right? A lot of defections, a lot of kids well, just here, said, here, well, let, I guess let's, I, let's throw I guess out some hypotheticals. Let's throw, let's throw some hypotheticals. At Jeff right. Grimes, who is an OC at a Big 12 school, or, or Hugh Freeze, who is the head coach of a um, group of five school. Somebody like that. Right. So in that case, you would wonder, yeah, you know, philosophically, how many of those commitments does this coach feel like can play at a higher level? Right. Big 12 to SEC, obviously independent group of five to SEC. You you would see a jump like that. Or if the coach is pulling from the NFL ranks or or somewhere outside the box where he doesn't have 
high schoolers attached to him at this point, yeah. it becomes, and maybe in both cases, it becomes kind of a, a self-assessment. Okay, I just got the Auburn job. I've got 11 verbal commitments right now. Do they satisfy what I think from a measurables perspective, academically, schematically? Do they fit what we might be able to do here or what we want to do here? I mean, all those things uh, will be factored in. So the, the more versatile prospects, the scheme versatile prospects like Clay Wedden in particular have that much more of a shot on their own end holding on to that scholarship. Because I know we always look at it as, well, who decommits because they don't want to go anymore? Well, a lot of times it's it's the program, right? It's the new staff saying, hey, we, <laughs> we don't, don't necessarily think, think these guys fit. And, yeah. and there's a nice way to do it from a professional standpoint and, and nudge the kid out of the class and say, hey, take a look at some of your other offers. So it, it really does work both ways there. But I think with Wedden in particular, he's one that I probably wouldn't worry as much about defecting, at, at least on his own. Sure. John Garcia, thank you so much for your time. Uh, as always, really, really appreciate it. How can people check out everything you have going on? SI.com slash college. Uh, of course, here on, on the Lockdown Network, as well as uh, Twitter, John Garcia underscore JR. Great slate of games this weekend. I'm sure we'll be talking about it. Yes, we will. Once again, John Garcia, be sure to check him out. And uh, we'll be back on Sunday to recap Auburn and Ole Miss. This has been Locked On Auburn.